talk about um, some pain points within the agriculture industry where drones could really come into play where, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, they weren't an option. The way like a DJI T30 is designed, it creates an air vortex that pushes the product down much like a crop duster, but we're moving at a slower rate, allowing the droplet to actually hit and be effective to every area. Hi, welcome to Your Drone Questions Answered. Today we're answering the question, how are drones used in agriculture? I'm joined today by Grant Puckrin. He's founder and head pilot of 19th UAS Precision. Grant, how you doing? I'm doing well, John. How are you? Great. Thank you. Thanks for being here with me today. Thank you. Grant, could you kind of introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you, um, what you do with 19th UAS Precision, how you deal with drones, particularly in the agriculture industry. I have a background personally in farming. We farm um, just shy of a thousand acres. So for me, this felt like a natural niche industry. I broke into the agriculture spraying and mapping application of drones um, while I was mapping a property for a developer. While I was there, I met an Ohio Department of Agriculture representative, and we kind of had this discussion about where we see agriculture as a whole and where the industry is heading. Um, and then he's like, you know, if you could take and map these fields for farmers and identify things like tar, rust, and then provide them with a spot, spot spraying solution, you'd have a really good market because it would take time off their hands, provide them with a lower cost of operations and increased yield and it just kind of lit this fire. I'm like, this makes so much sense. Let's just go for it. Can you kind of tell me, talk about um, some pain points within the agriculture industry where drones could really come into play where, you know, maybe 10, 20 years ago, they weren't an option. The application of drones in agriculture still relatively new, and it's also evolving relatively quickly. While you have your mapping for like stand count analysis, crop health, disease identification, you also have the whole other spectrum of the spraying and the seeding. Can you talk a little bit more about that and, you know, why, why that's needed in the first place and how drones can, can really be there to help? There is this push to have more of a precision agriculture industry because farmers are finding out that they're, yeah, maybe they're losing acres to development. Maybe they just can't afford the cost of operations that they once could because the cost of product and gas and diesel and maintenance is so high right now, they need some other solutions. And that's kind of where we come into play as pilots. We need to provide them solutions to reduce their cost of operations. So by doing that, we can map their fields, provide them with crop health analysis, stand counts, which is when they plant and the um, seed just emerges into stages VE to V1. Um, this is important so they can understand where they may need to replant if they had a washout uh, and things like that. Now, if we shift into the spraying application of things, this is where it gets really interesting and the mapping starts playing hand in hand with it. We have the software. It's out there. It needs, in my opinion, we need a little bit more advancement in the software to properly spot spray. But we have the capability to map their said fields. Say we have a 100 acre cornfield. Okay. It maybe it's July and that's a target time for a possible 
fungus infestation known as tar. So you're allowed, you can then map that field and run it through a series of using a multi-spectral camera payload or software like AgroScout or Grimo. And you can then identify the trouble areas and you can export a file type and upload it to your drone. And that drone can then go spray 20 acres of that, that field cornfield instead of the 100 acres reducing the total amount of product they need to purchase drastically. Um, it's still relatively new, so on the sales side of things, you kind of have to educate the market um, more so than you would for, like, solar industry. You know, that that they understand the benefits. Farmers, they just want, you know, education on that. Do you experience any pushback? I mean, uh, I'm assuming the farmers are delighted once they understand how much money they could save with a technology like this. Regarding the mapping, I in this area, I'm in northern Ohio. In this area, people don't understand it yet. I know there's people out in like California where it's like huge, um, but those are two completely demographics. Regarding the spraying application, we've seen manned crop dusters spray for decades now and it works it's efficient where drone spraying lies is like white right in the middle um we're not ground sprayers we're not crop dusters we are basically just as precise as backpack sprayer that's spraying directly on the thing we aren't as efficient as a crop duster but we may be more effective because we're only flying 18 to 22 miles an hour at six to eight feet above the crop canopy the way like a DJI T30 is designed. It creates an air vortex that pushes the product down, much like a crop duster, but we're moving at a slower rate, allowing the droplet to actually hit and be effective to every area, and reducing crop damage where a man crop duster could cause crop damage by going so fast. Um, they average, they typically fly anywhere from 95 to 150 miles an hour. Wow. So I mean, it really seems more efficient. More effective for sure. Yeah. Um, and you, you kind of touched on this a little bit, but I mean, it's that's really cool that it's the drone is applied to not just the mapping out and surveilling of the area and identifying, you know, parts within crops, but also it does the actual work like the spraying. Right. That's pretty interesting. So is there a particular drone that you use in order to do this? So right now I'm using the DJI Phantom 4 RTK with the multi-spectral camera payload. That is good to, for crop health analysis. Now we are seeing software come out that uses AI to suffice for an RGB camera, which is how we see and whatnot, but it's using AI to read the map and then develop the data that you would get from the multi-spectral payload. So I'm currently weighing my options mapping wise, and maybe I need to get a different drone with a different, maybe some interchangeability on the camera payload. But regarding the spray drone, um, DJI just released their T40 last fall, some late summer. Um, it did get approval by the FAA for aircraft um, operations. But I'm currently using a DJI T30 and will most likely purchase another T30 this August, July. Um, that's dependent on things. But so with those two combined, the Phantom, Multispectral, and the T30, it's kind of a beginner sweet spot, 
um, until you understand your market and what you do business more for. If you're going to do more spraying, maybe you need to get a T40. If you're going to do more mapping, maybe go a different route with that. And with those two, you can provide the stand counts, the crop health analysis, um, and all those things. But you can also take and use that to enable spot spring with the T30 by, like I previously said, um, exporting that file and uploading it to um, the T30. You can then reduce their overall cost and spot spray certain areas and not the entire field. And that's that's pretty impressive. I mean, all this work, all this data that you're collecting, collecting the data to analyzing the data to delivering it back to the farmer, uh, how long would that typically take? So there's a few variables that play into that quite a bit. Um, first one right off the bat would be your drone and camera payload, which is the initial part of getting that data. Um, so with the Phantom 4 RTK multispectral, Depending on the quality of data they need, um, and your flight your flight height of uh, for the operation, sets the amount of time you'll need. Um, now we have other drones out there like the Matrice 300, or, um, or the Wingtro Gen 2, the vertical takeoff and landing mapping drone, that will cover larger acres than it would for the Phantom. Um, but for like for instance, the Phantom I found personally with the settings I run that a 50 acre field, depending on your flight height, can take anywhere from 40 minutes to two hours. Um, these are just ballpark numbers. So I'm kind of looking at maybe like you know if I need to, I want to provide more detailed reports, maybe I need to get a different mapping drone to increase the efficiency on the higher detailed side of things. Wow. Okay. And so kind of talking sort of outside, I mean, moving forward here, you, 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 we talked about mapping and, and, and spraying. Is there anything outside of that that drones are being used for in agriculture? Down the road, I would most likely say yes. I, I do think we'll see other applications for the drones to be used in agriculture outside of spraying. Um, but there's a lot of unknowns to that and how they would be applied. We're seeing AI actually be incorporated into ground sprays. John Deere just released their new technology that's called, I think they called it CN spray or something. That's kind of using the same method we are trying to apply with mapping and then spot spraying. I think we'll see a lot of different avenues discovered within the next three to five years for sure as this technology becomes more efficient and effective. And as software develops stronger with AI, I'm curious. I mean, ten years from now, would you say drones would have a much greater role in the agriculture industry? I, in my opinion, I'm just one person, but in my opinion, I think within five years, ten years, even you know, we're going to see a lot of shift into more not automated operations for farms, but we're going to see drones being used. More so, like how we have, you know, self-driving tractors being become more common knowledge and common use. I think we're going to see that same shift with drones within the next three to five years. Yeah, well, now you're right. It seems like not even outside the drone, but AI in general is really uh, growing. and, and... It's, it's scaling up relatively well. 
Wow. Well, Grant, I really appreciate you taking the time here to talk today. Thanks for the knowledge here. Oh, absolutely. I'm happy to happy to share. Thank you. And uh, good luck as you continue uh, as founder and, and head pilot of uh, 19th UAS Precision. And hopefully we'll get to talk to you again here uh, in a future episode. I would be more than happy to hop on a future episode. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Thank you.